Process Podcast, episode 375. How was your day today, Zach Watson? Second full day at, at the good job at the big employment place? It's um, nice. It was good. Can you? Today was good. I'm you're just very tired. Extremely I, tired. I sympathize with that. Yeah. I don't envy you at all. Lots of shit driving. Toronto is just. What's your. um? What would you like if, if say this is a news segment and someone asks you, so what do you think about driving in downtown Toronto? How do you respond? Yeah. It's like, I don't know. It's like if you enjoyed torture. <laughs> I don't know. It's just That's like, good. when I, when I, the area where I get on the highway to go home, by uh, here Ontario and like is in this awesome really great design um definitely no sarcasm where you're going down like and I'm on this you know three lane road and then there's two lanes on the left of you that's merging and then an on ramp to the right of you that's merging so it's basically like six lanes merging into three so it's always really rammed there but then usually, like yesterday when I went, after you get through that area, that section, it opens up and it was fine. Um, but today, after I got through that section, it was there was oh, a God. huge crash. So it was uh, so there was a detour and stuff. So that where the, the detour went down to two lanes and then down oh, to Jesus. one, then back three, and it was just slowed everything down. So it was that's not fun. Brutal, but unfortunately. Yeah, I don't think that will improve. Hopefully it improves with better weather, actually. I'll say that. Well, yeah, I mean, it's because of construction. They're widening the road or doing something. I don't know. But it's just like, oh, God. But when you get to work, but when you get to work, what's that that experience been like? Work's Hmm. been great so far, to be honest. It's been uh, it's it's nice. pure shop we vibes. Like Some good people. It's good. It's good being I there bet. with Sean every day. I, he's like the most uplifting, um, positive. If I had a kid, if I have a kid, I hope I have a kid one day. I want him to turn out like Sean. I really do. I really do. Wow. Yes. I really do, and I mean that with like to the bottom of my heart, as honest as possible. Yeah, he's just he's a fantastic oh, he's awesome. human being. It's, it's awesome be, having there him there, and then Matt is pretty funny. He's also kind of <laughs> annoying, but it's nice. What's your highlight? Matt, to be fair, because it's been forty eight hours that you've been working there now officially. So like, you have to have a good Matt story so far. See, already oh, it's God. hard to narrow it down. Options already. Um, I mean, the morning yesterday, watched him put down like six donuts in a very oh, matte what fashion. What defines a matte fashion? Just slapping donuts together and then eating them like what a sandwich. The uh, really? It's 
today you brought in a banana that wasn't ripe yet and hoped that it would be ripe by lunch. Why is that the most mad thing? That oh my god. Yeah, I just he's actually yesterday he parked. He went out for lunch and then came back and parked and blocked my car in so I couldn't get out. And then oh, of course, on purpose. And then when we left, uh, decided to heat up his car for like ten minutes so I couldn't get out. Oh dear God! And then that made me like actually like fifteen twenty minutes late on the highway. So I told him I said if you did that again to me today, I'm gonna sacrifice you on the hood of your car that's a that's a good plan so he just he just had his car parked like you 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 were probably in your car waiting for him to move and he never moved yeah you just he got in finally and then he turns his car on gets a warm up and gets back out and then starts talking to the other guys and at that point i guess it's your it's your parents car so so i wouldn't damage it that's when it really helps to have like a snow plow on the front of your car. Like if you're a truck and you just, right. Who cares if the snow plow gets broken? It's going to get broken anyway. Just you push Matt's little Subaru shit box out of the way and just be done with it. Or, or you run over Matt and then your problems are solved. Although I wouldn't condone. Yeah, exactly. Um, That'd be good. Such exasperated violence because i don't think that's a uh, productive use of a snowplow not really i wouldn't say so but what like what have they had you doing at work now that you're officially a junior model maker been uh, building little, little buildings. buildings gluing together little building forms and without giving too much away because there's probably some proprietary stuff that you can't talk about. What's what goes into building a little building, or for the ones that you're doing now, anyway? Um, material gets laser cut into parts, and then you glue them together, and then clean them up, sand them, and then I guess eventually get painted, and little details get put on. Essentially, so it's pretty. It's it's not complex. Um, it's time consuming. It's tedious, but. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's time consuming. It's just nice Didn't to be you? like. It still doesn't feel real that I'm like building little shit cool. and getting paid That's for cool. it. Like, like it's it's nice to be. I was talking to Sean about it earlier today. I think it was about how just good it feels to be like. Again, getting paid for it, but just building mm-hmm. shit with your hands. The job, like just using your hands to like actually put stuff together. The fact that you got to see Sean like, today too, like, really man, rewarding. So good. Oh, you get man. to do that tomorrow. You get to do that every single day of the week. You get to wake up and you get to see Sean at some point. That's really cool. Yeah. I'm very jealous. I'm very jealous. Exactly. What's been um for you, anyways? Like out of the previous two days, what's been the highlight of your? um experience there thus far like the first 40 first 16 hours working there first two shifts um i don't know i haven't really done much other than just sit at a desk <laughs> and like glue together little pieces but yeah just the just experience the experience of being so there yeah i think maybe just the shop mm-hmm. vibes the atmosphere it's just been fun 
been pretty chill and pretty you know, easy to get into, I yeah. suppose. Like, especially when everyone's <laughs> yelling at Matt. It's, it's easy to blend in when you can easily yell at Matt too. Exactly. And there's there's no shame in that. Yes. Yeah, exactly. I can't imagine he exactly. there's any lack of stupid shit that he does. He's pretty darn good at that. Oh God, no. All the time. <clears throat> I've got a very like raspy raspy throat today i don't know why it's probably because i'm drinking another beer um we were talking about this earlier but last night i watched a video on youtube it's been in my feed for i'd say about two weeks now that's the first time i've actually clicked on it and it's a video called the back rooms and was not familiar with it at all had no idea what it was and then i watched it last night and was confidently freaked out um, eccentrically intrigued and it like made me feel like uh, and we were talking about this too but it made me feel like I'd been in a place like that before while knowing that I never have been so it made me feel comfortable in that way but it also made me feel extremely uncomfortable because I have no idea what's going on right and like the whole premise of it is I don't know if the if the video started the whole story behind it or anything or if it existed before and then the video came out to support that but it's like a bunch of empty office space things and there's this thing chasing you around and you but you don't know where it is you don't know what it is and there's no windows like you can't really see outside and it's just very uncomfortable and creepy and claustrophobic probably I wouldn't watch that. I wouldn't watch it if you're claustrophobic. Yeah, I was just looking it up. I was looking it up, actually. Is this an urban legend, internet meme, creepypasta? Tell us the tale of an endless maze of randomly generated Mm. office rooms. It is characterized by the smell of wet carpet, walls with a monochromatic tone of yellow, and buzzing fluorescent lights. That sets the vibe. That sets the vibe perfectly. And I saw, I watched it. Yeah. I mean, it's only a nine minute video, so it's nothing crazy. But uh, I haven't been able to like stop thinking about it per se. It's always like in the back of my mind. <laughs> right. I'll look, yeah. I'll look at the kitchen lights. I'm like, oh, those lights look familiar. And I look at the videos. Like, yeah, that's where I've seen them before. Or I don't know why, but the it it does speak to me like the the concept of liminal space that we've talked about before where it's like this transitory betweenness of two things. And sometimes it's like, oh, I've been here before. Other times you haven't, but it seems familiar. And you were saying that it's because like every every place has a liminal quality to it. And that's why it's familiar is because you've been in liminal places before, just not like the specific ones. You have experience with the ambiance i guess yeah i remember i remember when i was talking about it a little while ago there was a video that popped up i think i have a save somewhere on on mm-hmm. liminal spaces and it was like talking about them more from like a architectural yeah. point of view of like how you can why they're designed and why they're designed how how they are and like how they can how you can use that kind of mentality mm-hmm. to design stuff. And like they always talk about like examples of like an empty office room like that. 
or like an empty looking hotel an empty uh like room from an in an airport stuff like that i think one of the things they were saying was like how it's familiar because everyone's either been in a space like that not the exact space but a lot of like regular office buildings especially old ones that were mm. from the 70s 80s look basically the same on the inside a lot of like airports if they're not you know newly renovated or like super bougie or whatever a lot of spaces look similar mm. or feel mm-hmm. similar you know like you could have like if i think most people have been to an airport and you can see an airport on in a TV show or a movie or on the news or just a picture online. And you can see like, see a picture of like a waiting yeah, area with just seats super big and big empty. windows. And you automatically know like kind of what it smells like, what the, mm-hmm. what it would sound like, how it would feel to be in that space. Even though you've never yes. been in that exact one, but you just know because you've been in, sp- it's, it's one of those like generic building mm-hmm. uh, or rooms kind of just like there's a lot of examples that are exactly the same it's really it's strange and so i think that's like that's part of the the familiarity mm-hmm. oh, liminal spaces sure. that's what they say familiarity and like sometimes give you like a nostalgic vibe yeah, yeah. some people, people find it peaceful others find it feeling comfortable and a little bit of both it's kind of interesting i mean it's kind of just like in that video they talk about obviously like the reason why and they're like okay well you think of like a the section of an airport between the sitting area and between the check-in or like a hallway corridor um you know like like pictures mm. empty malls and it's just like the section around the main like whether it's a water fountain oh, yeah. in the middle or whatever like the area around it and stuff and those areas from like an architectural purpose or design it's it's literally it's it's not meant for stationary right people they're meant as just mm-hmm. like a like a highway it's meant to be a uh, a place for people to walk through right. to move through and so when you're not really moving through it it feels really weird yeah. or like when it's a when it's a like with a hallway in a busy office building, it's designed to move people, mm-hmm. right? That's all it is. And it's it's meant to be a space where there's a lot of people moving within it. So when you have no one moving within it, it Strange. feels really off, right? And it's or like a space between, you know, like with the check-in in an airport and like the walkway between that and like, sitting waiting area it's like okay if you stand still it's weird because it's like well it's all this little space is supposed to be is for people walking through i'm not supposed to be standing still here and i need to be moving yeah and it's just like like a highway right when you have someone stopped off to the side it just feels kind of weird or like a roundabout you never see cars parked in a roundabout you hope yeah well i mean but yeah yeah that's also probably because it'd be a great way to start an yeah. awesome cooler but that's the but point yeah. right you you don't you don't stop there but then if you were to see a car stopped in a roundabout it's a strange thing to see because it's meant to like move people around the 
Yeah. What is the point of? I guess it's to be able to have people go like perpendicularly without a stoplight, right? That's yeah. the whole idea of it. I suggest you watch that video. I'll try and find it and I'll send it to you actually because I gotta rewatch it because it was cool. It wasn't creepy video because it wasn't. Isn't it like an architectural digest video? Because I remember. I don't know if it's architectural digest or if it's the guy. I found this guy recently that I've been watching his videos a lot. I feel like maybe. YouTube liminal spaces and. Exploring an altered reality. It's oh okay. Maybe I should just look it up because I I'll I'll know it if I see the thumbnail. Light Lime, li, lime, no. Space. The unco. The architecture of liminal space. Yes, yeah, Stuart oh, okay. Hicks. That's the guy I've been. Uh, I've been watching his videos recently. He's the one you know, I was talking about before I started the job, and a, a video popped up. It was like how uh, architectural yeah. models are made. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it was this okay. guy. I've, I've watched a few of his videos. Dude, guess which video I watched. Here's how professional models are made. That, oh, <laughs> that yeah. exact well, one. There you go. That's the one I was talking yeah, about. Yeah, well, I, I have it saved to my watch later, my watched later playlist. Um, I think I wanted to learn about what he was talking about with the, and there's a, he has a video about Lego as well um, and how he uses that, which is really interesting. And also there's a video that I watched when I was in my big Jim Lee phase. Um, and it's, yes. it's from the same guy from this Stuart Hicks guy. And the video is, it's 10 months old. Mm-hmm. I, just, I just have it here. It's called what inspires me from graphic novels and comics. And it's like looking at a comic artist versus an architect. Um, and that was a really good good video, like talking about, hmm. uh, if I remember correctly, because it's a little, it's been a hot minute since I watched it, but like about work ethic and not working quickly, but working efficiently, knowing that you don't have time to spend like a billion hours on this one thing, that you need to be like progressing things along. Um, so yeah, it was really interesting. I would I would highly recommend it. Yeah, I gotta rewatch this video. Some of the comments are interesting. This one's kind of maybe makes more sense of it. I think that what the internet calls liminal spaces should be called discontextualized spaces. Oh. They are essentially places whose purpose existed but is lost, either due due to abandonment, bad design, or partial recognizability. Yes. Oh. So yeah, like purpose of the hallway is people to go up and down it, and then without people going up and down it, it feels really so weird. True. I feel like I, every time I go to the Cambridge Mall for something, that's what it feels like because it's like a mall and it should be busy, except it it's not? never busy. Cambridge Mall. At any time, it it just feels what empty. Cambridge Mall look like? I don't think I've ever been there. Cambridge. Not great Cambridge at all. Mall. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, not great. It's really weird. Is it? It's very yeah. old. Oh, yeah, it's got real yeah. old-timey vibes, doesn't it? Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. I'm just on, like, Google Images here, but... Oh, it's... it's Okay, there's a photo here where it's looking down um, at a length of shops, and there's an open space in the middle connecting, like, so that the 
second floor is open to the top floor. There's guardrails all around. And it's got that old kind of 1980s brownie red color that I feel like you see a lot, kind of like yeah. a brick, kind of a shade of brick um, going around it. And it's got the skylight up at the top and it just looks, it looks very. Yeah. Skylight, especially with like, that's where the food yeah. court is. It feels very, actually, no, there's a few couple of skies, but it feels no, very 80 like... for sure. Yeah. I think, I think uh, in the, in that video they talked about, they call, they also call it non space space that isn't a space whoa exactly right like it's like because that's what like a hallway is right it's true the space is the office the the conference room Mm -hmm. whatever the room is Mm -hmm. off of the hallway the hallway all the hallway is there for is for you to get to the space you want to be that's all the hallway's doing that's all the hallway's meant to be right so like if it's not the space then like what is it it's a non-space like it's a it's the opposite of space right and that's what gives you that weird like feeling but that video is cool because again comes from an architectural point of view they talk about i think he talks about a famous architect who uses that kind of mindset to design oh, spaces and uses it in a way to make like design play spaces that look like especially like brutalist mm. architecture does it very well where it looks like it's finished but it doesn't right. really look finished and so it looks like a space but it doesn't look like a completed That's space so interesting so it kind of gives it like a non-space kind of oh. feel it's interesting I'm just reflecting yeah. on the whole liminal space thing now where like especially with the hallway thing where people are supposed to be using this hallway to go from point a to point b and you remember when we would walk to school, we'd walk to class in the morning and we would take the gym pathway to go through the gym. Yeah. There was all those seats along the side in the morning in the gym hallway. And there's always like kinesiology students or like the varsity athletes sitting there or the massage students. I guess that's a, that is a thing. Um, sitting there talking with their friends, have their backpacks and people are just on their laptops and people are sitting on the floor with their bags on the chair. And the space is full of people. It was always full of people. It was never quiet. Even when I would go to the gym in the mornings at like 6.30, when we didn't have a morning class, there was still lots of people there, even at 6.30 in the morning. It was never quiet. But to contrast that, when we would leave the school at, say, 1 or 2 in the morning, you're walking back through that space, and it's perfectly empty except maybe one of the janitorial staff is there and they're cleaning up. But sometimes not. Sometimes there's just like an empty garbage bag or there's a garbage bag full of garbage, but it's left on the floor because they're going around doing other shit. But it's completely empty except for us as we're walking back. So like you can hear the sound of your footsteps, hear the sound of everything. You can hear sounds like way back behind you that you wouldn't be able to hear if there's if it's full of people. Mm-hmm. Or conversely, if you go to the left of that hallway and you go down the one where all the bathrooms are, that's even more liminal, I would say, because it's just it's a it's a back entry into the classrooms, or it's a way to get to the washroom, and that's it. And it's like that weird yeah. palomino beige painted brick, like concrete yeah. cast brick color, like really just old elementary school vibes, very 
I'll say very liminal. It's just a straight yep. deadpan. Well, that's actually two places that came to mind when I, because I was just as you said at school. It's like yeah, I was just about to say at Humber. Like first one that came to mind was you know we go in the calf, come down the main stairs. Oh yeah, and just left that area mm-hmm. back there. They use sometimes for like what like meetings or conferences or something like that. Some shit like that. That space back there was like just empty. Yeah. But it was just off of like, you know. And then the other one was literally like when we had um what is it? Fucking that one elective or, or like um film studies. Film studies. Yeah. Those those hallways down there. That was oh, beige cinder block walls and like Yeah. It was always pretty empty, quiet, but echoey mm. because of the brick and floor. Yeah. And it's this very, and those big green doors or big gray doors or whatever, gray doors. Yeah, um, I think they were gray. I think they were gray. Yeah. And like we would be going down there and that's where our locker was. So we'd go down there at like yeah. 11 o'clock at night and it's super empty. So there's no one there. And some of the lights have turned off because like, yeah. like why bother lighting that part? No one's going to be there. It's just the emergency lights left on and you're kind <laughs> of in the dark. That's when it feels like a movie. Yes. And I think movies do play on the whole liminal space thing a lot. Like if you see something at the end of a hallway in a horror movie, it's at the end of a hallway. It's not at the, it's not in the corner of a room, right? There's always like a a period of distance between you and whatever the thing is. And it's coming down that stretch of non-space. Whoa. Yeah. Especially watch a movie or sorry, the the video, because it, Explains a lot better than I can. I haven't watched in a while, so I, I gotta rewatch it too. Actually, you gotta get versed up on your uh, spaces. It is really cool, space though. theories. I'm gonna watch that after we uh, after we do oh, this, yeah. after we finish this up, I'll check it out. Yeah, the the back rooms is is just very strange, very strange, very cool. Make, made me uncomfortable. It, it's it's scary um, based on it's making you scared based on like actually making you feel uncomfortable. Like some of the best scary movies, even though I hate them, it wasn't the ones that are just jump scares. It makes you feel uneasy, like Hereditary. Mm-hmm. There's a few right, jump yes, scares. Yes, they always have a couple of jump scares because it works, right? It always works. It does. It does. But the creepiest part about the movie was just how it made you feel, especially the last like half an hour. It was just the the feeling of like oh, yeah. the atmosphere it put you in was like really uneasy. Yeah, that movie made me all sorts of uncomfortable. I've and that's why that before. Yeah, and, and that's why that's since. me or like the ritual. Oh that yeah, that's dark. Made that's me up. way more scared than like any of the slash movies. Or a lot, mm. even paranormal activity, really. Like, it's to yeah. me, it's those ones, just the way it made you feel. And it's like those, you've got horror movies using using liminal spaces. It's like, oh, it's a double whammy of emotion. Mm. Like, that's. It's a double whammy of emotion. It's clever, you know? It is. It's very clever. It's using it intentionally as a scare tactic, almost, or as a way to build suspense yes. or build uncertainty. And uh, just, that's pretty far. That's pretty darn fucking cool. I like that. That shit's smart. That's very smart. 
I do have something else to talk about, but I'm going to save that for Sweet. tomorrow because I need to do research on it. <clears throat> but it's something I bought and I oh, just yes. have to use it. But it's pretty yeah. cool. It is pretty cool. Send you a little sneak peek of it the other day, but it's pretty cool. And that'll be tomorrow's episode, ladies and gentlemen. So if you enjoyed that, uh, send us an email to hi at bigdesigncompany.com or visit the website, www.bigdesigncompany.com. And if you have a podcast-specific question, hi.theprocesspodcast at gmail.com is the email where you can send that to. And my viciously employed good sir, Zach Watson. Yes, sir. What is our Instagram? Process underscore underscore podcast. Nice. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening. We'll see you tomorrow. Peace. Process.